NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Nice and clean, execute our race. Put ourselves in position, got to be there at the end. Yep, copy that. Have a nice, smooth day and try to be there when it counts. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Coach Joe Gibbs, he's had a big year already. Tony Stewart comes across the line victorious. Bobby the body off turn four to the line. He will win. The After Ford. 20 years of trying to capture the Daytona 500 checkered flag for Buddy Baker as he comes. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Whelan. On the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. And by Blue Emu. Blue Emu's family of products supports healthy muscles and joints, is family-owned, and made here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live. Here on the Motor Racing Network, I'm Mike Bagley, along with the rest of the MRN crew, as our countdown to Speed Weeks 2020 continues. A part of that countdown involves NASCAR Hall of Fame Week, which we are in right now. On Friday night, the 2020 class of the NASCAR Hall of Fame will be inducted in Uptown Charlotte. Joe Gibbs, Waddell Wilson, Buddy Baker, Tony Stewart, and Bobby Labonte will all be enshrined in the hall this week. And on today's show, we'll highlight each of these gentlemen as well as talk with Bobby Labonte about his prestigious honor. Many NASCAR Cup Series drivers are back to work this week, talking with members of the media about the upcoming season. Matter of fact, our Steve Post and Woody Kane will be checking in with us throughout the show with some of those drivers. But to start things off, you may have heard that the basketball community lost one of its greats this week with Kobe Bryant. He was killed in a tragic helicopter crash in Calabasas, California, And one of his fans, one of his many million fans, is Team Penske driver Ryan Blaney. Ryan recalled meeting Kobe a couple of years ago. I got the pleasure to meet him in 2018 at a dinner, and we talked for 20 minutes and uh, gave him a fire suit from Indianapolis uh, that year. And uh, he was was pretty excited about that. And uh, just being able to talk to a guy like that for 20 minutes, uh, someone who didn't really know a lot about racing, uh, but wanted to learn everything about it in 20 minutes and uh, just the way he asked questions and was so so interested in it to me it's just I could see where that you know they call it that mamba mentality comes from and how he you know used that in basketball it becomes so great so that was uh the coolest moment I don't get starstruck very often I was I was I knew all the answers but I was getting nervous that I would answer wrong when he was asking me questions he knew nothing about and that was uh, that's just his his atmosphere, and uh, that was that was really tough to hear, um, you know, for all those people involved in that deal. But uh, it's a moment I'll never forget, meeting him and, and just getting to talk to him for a while. The Motor Racing Network sends its condolences to the family, friends, and all the fans of Kobe Bryant, as well as the eight others who perished in that tragic crash a few days ago. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll honor Bobby Labonte as he goes into the NASCAR Hall of Fame this Friday. 
15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, Yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Situations. Wheeland designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Bobby Labonte is coming up next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Since 1942, Freightliner has been an industry innovator, developing trucks renowned for their dependability and efficiency. Whether your job requires a dump truck, a concrete mixer, or a delivery truck, you can count on Freightliner to maximize your productivity. With a wide range of horsepower and torque rating that meet even the most demanding job conditions. Freightliner trucks are built to build your business. Learn more at Freightliner.com. Freightliner, work smart. Hey, this is Bubba Wallace, driver of the number 43 Victory Junction Chevrolet Camaro. Victory Junction is a year-round camp for children living with serious and chronic medical conditions. Each year, nearly 10,000 children and their families get the chance to play, laugh, and do things they never thought possible at Victory Junction at no cost. You can make a difference in a child's life and fill your heart race. Support Victory Junction by texting Bubba to 36413 or donating online at victoryjunction.org slash donate now. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. As we mentioned earlier, we're honoring the 2020 class of the NASCAR Hall of Fame on today's show. And up first is Bobby Labonte. By the time Bobby Labonte had made his rookie start at the NASCAR Cup Series level in 1993, his brother Terry had already been a tough competitor for 16 years, claiming the 1984 Cup Championship. Bobby lived up to the pressure and made a career of his own. Hailing from Corpus Christi, Texas, Bobby raced quarter midgets in his youth until the family moved to North Carolina as elder brother Terry's cup career took flight. Bobby raced avidly in the Carolinas and in 1982 made his Xfinity Series debut at Martinsville. After a strong 1990 Xfinity Series season, culminating in a top-five points finish, Labonte the Younger blossomed in 1991, winning the championship. Bobby's rookie season in NASCAR's Cup Series began with a 1993 Daytona 500, driving for Bill Davis. Labonte claimed his first win in the 1995 Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway, driving the lime green number 18 Interstate Batteries car for Joe Gibbs. He won two more times that season, launching a Hall of Fame career. Elliott has apparently run out of fuel and is being pushed in by Ted Musgrave, which on the last lap is not legal. But Bobby Labonte comes to the stripe, and for the third time this year, he'll win on the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. It is win number 16 for Chevrolet. Second place will now be handed over to Terry Labonte. Bobby Labonte reached his pinnacle in 2000 nabbing four wins, including the Southern 500 at Darlington. Bobby Labonte beat them all off the pit road, though. Came out first, led the pack uh, up into the corner. Jeff Burton falls in line behind him. The 15.9-second stop for Bobby Labonte. A great stop coming through again as the Interstate Batteries team. A little loose air pressure adjustment. They came in running fifth. They leave with the lead. The race is going to end as Bobby Labonte leads the field down to the start-finish line. Because of rain and darkness, the checkered flag is about to be displayed. And Bobby Labonte, after having such hard luck here at Darlington, is going to come home with the winner of the 51st Pepsi Southern 500. We pitted, and I didn't think we were going to have another yellow. I, w- I was kind of actually looking for a lot of green because I-, I was right with the three, and I thought I was going to be pretty good with the 88 behind me. I thought he was going to stay there, so I said, well, it's not going to be a bad finish here. And then um, we pitted, rains came, and they threw the checkered flag. I was like, now, that- isn't that amazing? <laughs> Bobby drove on to win the 2000 NASCAR Cup Series Championship. What kind of statement does this make for Joe Gibbs Racing? His driver, one of his drivers, is going to win the race. The other is going to win the NASCAR Winston Cup Championship. Congratulations, champ. How's that sound? 
It sounds great. Uh, I tell you what, um, it's uh, just an awesome feeling. Uh, you know, yesterday we weren't running that good, and I, you know, I just kind of hope and prayed last night that we'd uh, be able to get it right. And we worked pretty hard, Jimmy and I did, on the setup this morning. And uh, we went back to a lot of old old things we went to last year, and uh, you know we weren't as good as Tony. Uh, congratulations to those guys; they had an awesome day today. But uh, you know we we were stood tough and uh, stood tall there for throughout most of the day. Uh, you know fought a little bit, but. Um, that's what it's all about. And, uh, these guys on the Interstate Pontiac team were great. Uh, all the guys back at the shop, I mean, just awesome. Uh, great uh, great team effort. And uh, between the 20 car and 18 car, that's what it's all about. Labonte also distinguished himself as the first driver to win championships in multiple NASCAR Elite Series. Bobby's last full-time NASCAR season was 2013, followed by a limited schedule through 2016. Bobby and Terry Labonte are one of only two brotherly duos to have both won cup championships with Kurt and Kyle Busch filling out those ranks. Labonte moved into the broadcast booth in 2014 for NBCSN, expanding to a second host slot at Fox Sports 1 in 2017. The Motor Racing Network congratulates Bobby Labonte as an inductee of the NASCAR Hall of Fame 2020 class. And Bobby Labonte joins us on the phone right now. Welcome back to NASCAR Live, Mr. Hall of Famer. How's that sound? Yeah, well, sounds pretty good, uh, uh, you know, it's just, uh, like I said, before we went on the air, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really exciting. And it's like, okay, so I'm getting prepared, but I'm sure when I get there, it'll be a different, when you see the car, when you see things and talk to people, it'll be, it'll be different come, you know, closer to the weekend, but very excited about, uh, what's happening. You obviously were named into this class of the hall of fame back in May and your career started <laughs> back in 1982 in an Xfinity race at Martinsville. Uh, it's taken you 38 years to get here. What have you been thinking about ever since you found out that you were going to become a NASCAR Hall of Famer? Uh, well, I mean, it's uh, when when you know when you're racing up and up until a couple years ago. Of course, you don't think about it, but uh, I think you just race or do your stuff every day. But you know, since uh, um, I was kind of put in the pool a couple years ago and, and um, voted in last year, I mean. You know, I, the, the biggest thing for me is reflecting back, and I think of my parents and what what all that they did for me and uh, my brother and, you know, both of them just, uh, you know, never wavered from <clears throat> from our racing career, and that's all we thought of. That's all we did. And, you know, from the time Terry started racing to the time I started racing when I was five, I mean, we just continued on. And so when you think about, you know, after the uh, uh, the selection to be in the Hall of Fame, you you, you kind of put those times together. You know, before you, you you talk about it and you might relive it a little bit, but now when you're starting to talk about it more and you say, okay, well, somebody asked a question of how did you get here, not how did you run last weekend or what are you going to do to fix this weekend? That's what you heard for years, right? So how did you get here and how did you do this and how that? So I think you just reflect back on 50 years or 30 years of, you know, racing and uh, you try to put it all together and you think back, you go, wow, I can't, you know, I kind of don't talk about that much, but I worked on this car. I drove that race to Xfinity race or Blake model sportsman series and did this with these people and was part of a Budweiser pit crew. My first job in racing was to cut Miller, cut uh, Coors Light and Miller Light banners off the wall, off the walls at hotels in Daytona. You know what I mean? Just all that <laughs> stuff comes together. You put it all together with, with it and it just it just like surreal it really is man for, i can't believe i've done this for that long <laughs> for joe gibbs racing faithful fans this is an extra special hall of fame induction ceremony you've obviously got coach going in you got your teammate that used to race with tony going in you going in as well is that as special for you as it is for a lot of us i, I know it is i know it's special for us special for me uh you know i've got jimmy Macar that was instrumental in, in everything that, you know, Joe Gibbs racing has ever done. And he's still there. And he was very huge part of success in my career. And to know that coach and Tony are going at the same time and the, and the obviously, you know, Tony and all of his accolades and what, what he's been able to do there and move it on and, and still doing. And, uh, you know, with coach, I mean, you just, you just never lose that touch or you never lose, um, that, uh, feeling of what what we were able to do together, and I just so I, I, I said that if it weren't for you know Jimmy Maycar and Interstate Batteries and Joe Gibbs, I wouldn't be here. I mean, I'd I'd, I'd be I wouldn't be at this position. So you know they 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 
you know, and Tony helped me so much. So to win a championship and to get me to this point. So it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And I'm sure I'm just going to get, um, it's just going to get more as the, as the time goes on here, but it's, it's awesome feeling. And it's great, great for Joe Gibbs racing and all of us. Well, there are still Bobby Labonte fans, even to this very day, that still long for you to return to the racetrack here in the States. We know you've been racing in the NASCAR Euro <laughs> series, but they still want to see you back in a cup car, an Xfinity car, even a truck. But you've created a lot of memorable moments for a lot of folks, and no doubt that'll be saluted uh, and recognized Friday night when you're inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame. On behalf of all of us at Motor Racing Network, we congratulate you for your accomplishments and thank you for what you've done for the fans and done for the sport as a whole over the course of, of your time and your tenure in the sport. Thanks, Mike. I mean, I tell you, it's been awesome. NASCAR has been my life. I've really, I mean, I can't, I, you know, since I was a little kid, I wanted to race and NASCAR was the path. And uh, I can remember watching Richard Payne on TV and, you know, the 79 Daytona 500 and all that stuff and working on race cars. And, you know, I'm sure I bleed red blood, but I also believe I bleed NASCAR in there as well, just for the fact that, you know, not only did I want to do it, I got to do it, and I'm still part of it. So it's, it's my life, and I love it. And we're glad that you did, and we love watching you do it. Bobby, appreciate the time. Have fun on Friday night. We'll look forward to catching up with you soon. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. NASCAR Hall of Famer Bobby Labonte coming up on NASCAR Live. We'll honor Tony Stewart and later Waddell Wilson. Check out MRN.com for a podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Here they come. They're crashing in the back at the line. Mike Skinner wins it. Some wild moments. Brenda Gone gets turned around and slams hard into the inside retaining wall. And the stories that go with them. We lost the championship, but there was a lot of ugly things that went on behind the scenes. Ended a lot of friendships, actually, to this day. Download the shows for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. The Daytona 500. Be here on February 16th to witness the biggest race of the year, where one driver will make history as a Daytona 500 champion. Be here to feel the power that takes your breath away and brings you to the edge of your seat and to experience the thrill of one of the greatest events in sports and one of the most iconic events in the world. This is the Daytona 500. Tickets are available now at 1-800-PIT-SHOP or Daytona500.com. We'll honor Tony Stewart next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. If you suffer from heartburn or other digestive-related disorders, then there is a new, safe, better, and natural alternative to better digestive wellness and heartburn relief. Praxid not only provides relief of heartburn, but Praxid takes a 360-degree approach to support better digestion, protect you from harmful bacteria, and also balance your stomach to improve digestive functions. We like to think of it as the multivitamin of digestive health. It's the only product to combine all natural ingredients known for the digestive health properties into a single patented product. Praxid also comes in easy-to-carry packs. Praxid relieves, restores, and maintains a healthy digestive system. Praxid is available here for only $39.95. Shipping and handling is free, and your money back is guaranteed. To take advantage of this special radio offer, call now, 1-800-829-5688. That's 1-800-829-5688. Again, 1-800-829-5688. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks for joining us on this Hall of Fame edition of NASCAR Live. Another driver going into the hall this week is the legendary Tony Stewart. Very interesting front row here for the Daytona 500. We just heard from Jeff Gordon. Now, flanking Jeff in the number two position is Tony Stewart, a rookie driver. He's going to have to learn real quick. He's going to be in very fast company this afternoon. Doing what no other NASCAR Winston Cup rookie has ever done, winning three races in his rookie season. His 25th start in the NASCAR Winston Cup Series, Tony Stewart is a winner. It's been a lot of fun in in my career to uh, drive the different types of race cars I've driven from the different teams that I've driven for. Tony Stewart has clinched the 2002. NASCAR Winston Cup Championship. The coach, Joe Gibbs, the team owner, standing here clapping his hands. Yeah, I think he's great for our sport. Somebody that is a superstar, really. Tony Stewart gets by with help from Kyle Busch. Obviously, um, you know, I thought Tony was one of the best teammates that I've had. Here comes Tony Stewart off the line. It'll be his sixth NASCAR Winston Cup win of the year. Tony Stewart heading down to the line to see the white flag on his way to getting his first Winston Cup victory ever. And the 2005 Nextel Cup Series champion is Tony Stewart. 
I'm very proud today to be here and, and uh, announce that that uh, myself and, and Joe Custer uh, have, uh, with the Haas CNC team, have merged and uh, now have formed uh, Stuart Haas Racing. Tony Stewart has never won an all-star race, and he makes this first victory a very sweet one. His first as a Sprint Cup team owner, he'll win the 25th running of the Sprint all-star race at Charlotte. Eight years ago, when people asked me if I'd consider ownership in a, in a NASCAR team, I said, no way. I said, I, I wouldn't be able to deal with the politics, but, you know, after owning racetracks and, and having race teams now, I think it's a side of uh, it's a side of me that I really enjoy. Here he comes for the first time as an owner-driver. Tony Stewart brings the Office Depot Chevrolet to Victory Lane. Tony Stewart has won for the first time as an owner. I still love what I do. I still love the sport. You know, that's why I'm excited to be an owner in this series because I get to do everything I'm doing, just not driving the car. So it's, that part gives me enough flexibility to do some of the other things that I want to do. Kevin Harvick has a five-car late. Ladies off turn four, headed to the line. He sees the checkered flag waving. He's the winner of the Ford EcoBoost 400, and he is your 2014 NASCAR Sprint Cup Series champ. Look, I, I came here to race with Tony. So many emotions for Kevin Harvick as he becomes the 30th NASCAR Sprint Cup Series champion. You know, when I came to, to, to race at Stuart Haas Racing, you know, I just I thought he'd race forever. You don't really ever think about the end. You're having a great uh, time as an owner. Is there any possibilities of hanging up this silly driving habit? And just Give that mic away. You don't even deserve to have that mic right now. What the hell's wrong with you? Climb I mean, over this counter and come beat your ass. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get thing out of Tony. I mean, he's entertaining. Tony Stewart did take the white flag. He's coming around to score the win. He can hold off Jimmy Johnson. He can say and do some things to keep us all, all uh, laughing and wanting to see more. Steve Post is on pit road now with Tony Stewart, who's finished second four times here. Steve, is this the same Talladega as always? Let's find out. Tony, with the chase in mind, is this the same Talladega as always? I don't know. Why you got to yell when you're down here? It's nice and peaceful down here on pit lane. You insist on hollering down here. But... Danica Patrick! It's fun. It's fun to see somebody uh, say something unexpected or do something unexpected. You're just tired of watching these little kids whine and then they, they, they sit there and act tough when their crew guys get in the middle of it. It's about time. If NASCAR wants to let the guys have at it, it shouldn't be any different hockey. Let us have at it and then when one guy goes to the ground, then it's over. Uh, great uh, soundbite from Tony Stewart there. With a face like this, did you think I would be famous? I mean, with a head like this, I thought I'd be a construction worker or something like that. So, Yeah, I'm no Fabio, of course. I'm with you on that. If you could participate in any Olympic sport, what would it be? Hey, just for the record, how much fun can I have with this answer? I know you can't wait, can you? I'm probably going to say female synchronized <laughs> swimming. Get to wear that cool little thing over my nose so I don't choke and get to be underwater with a bunch of girls. As a competitor, he's one of the fiercest guys I've ever raced against, but at the same time, one of the most giving, caring guys. Jamie McMurray. I feel like Tony's the guy that always did a nice thing and would say, don't say anything to anybody about it, right? Like, so it was always kind of behind the scenes. Rick Hendrick, who Stuart Haas has an alliance with. At the time, I had tragedies in my life. He stepped out. Tony's got one of the best hearts of anybody I've ever met. That is all Tony Stewart. He's going to win the Coke Zero. There hasn't been any part of my career I didn't enjoy. Wins at Sonoma. What a finish for Tony Stewart. Said over 38 years, there's been a lot of big memories and a lot of big races that have happened. He's won the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series Championship. Tony Stewart comes across across the line victorious tonight in South Florida as a whole I mean I've, I've enjoyed everything I've done and, and the road that I've taken to get here the Motor Racing Network congratulates Tony Stewart inductee into the NASCAR Hall of Fame class of 2020 49 wins and three championships as a driver plus Tony has two championships as a car owner definitely Hall of Fame worthy. One of those championships was with Kevin Harvick, and he's standing by with our Woody Kane. So, Kevin, Tony Stewart in the Hall of Fame, finally, and I don't think uh, right now there are many more deserving guys still out there. Why does Tony Stewart belong in the Hall? Well, I, I tell people a lot when they ask about Tony Stewart and, and you know his NASCAR career and the things he's meant to our sport. It's really not about NASCAR. I know this is about the NASCAR Hall of Fame, but you know I think the part that makes Tony so unique is the fact that that he covers so many different areas of racing and has given back to so many pieces of of the racing world. 
Uh, you look at the racetracks that he owns and the things that he does, um, you know, in the sprint cars and the race teams that he owns. He has an RC, RC car team. Um, <laughs> he's raced Indy cars. He's raced anything else that you can think of, at least probably once or twice, to, mm-hmm. to experience it and, and probably won in it. He's been an IROC champion, an Indy car champion, a cup champion. So, you know, I think for, for me it's, it's Tony the racer. Uh, that makes him so special. Obviously, uh, going into the NASCAR Hall of Fame, he's had a, a great career here, um, winning three championships, and, and now on the team owner side has has, has uh, won a couple championships uh, with with Gene. Um, and you know, for for me, I've been on both sides of it with with Tony, um, driving for Tony, having Tony drive, you know, for Delane and I uh, in, in the Xfinity cars and experience all the all the races that he was, was able to win from uh, being the driver and, and me sitting on the ownership side. But I would still tell you that the thing that makes the guy the most unique is the thing that probably made him the happiest and the most proud was uh, winning a go-kart race at my house. <laughs> you know, um, we went on eBay and we bought a trophy for 99 cents. And, you know, he, he toted that thing around all weekend. He put it in the front of his bus. Uh, in front of the shade so that everybody could see it all weekend and, and to really just rub it in your face. And, and that was, that was, that's who Tony Stewart is. He's the guy that, that wants to win, whether it's a, a go-kart race mm-hmm. uh, in your backyard at your house or it's a NASCAR Cup Series championship, and that's what makes him great. 2020 season is here right around the corner. You've won a ton of races, been a champion, but do you still get that old boy feel when you go back to Daytona for the 500 every year? Does it still kind of make, make some butterflies for you? Well, you know, our sport is so unique with our biggest race being our first race, and, and with that comes a whole bunch of hype, a whole bunch of enthusiasm from every team on the grid. Um, you know, you've got new cars, new sponsors, new drivers. You've got so many things to talk about and, and not, not made a lap. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know who's good, who's bad. And even, even when you run the race and it's over with, you still don't know who's good, who's bad, uh, because the Daytona 500 sits by itself. It's yeah. its, its own unique weekend. Um, that is our sport's biggest race to win, and it's it's um, there's nothing like uh, sitting in that seat that you experience all year as to leading up to the the green flag at the Daytona 500 because you you take all that enthusiasm and all that excitement and and leading to that green flag, you know that you have an opportunity to to win the sport's biggest race, um, you know, in in that day. So it's a it's a great feeling and something that that never gets old and. And it, it's still uh, by far the, the biggest um, um, excitement level that you get coming to the green flag in, in the car all year. Thank you, Woody. Coming up next, we'll honor three-time Daytona 500 winning crew chief and engine builder Waddell Wilson and later Joe Gibbs. Hey there, it's Hall of Fame driver Rusty Wallace for Blue Emu. After spending nearly a quarter of a century in a race car, I know what it means to be banged up and bruised up. As Wallace spins, Wallace That's why I reach for Blue Emu products to support my muscles and joints. Blue Emu is known for quality and innovation. And Blue Emu is one of the few muscle and joint brands that is 100% owned, distributed, and manufactured in the USA. For Hall of Fame relief, reach for Blue Emu. Works fast and you won't stink. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. Won the championship, baby. Yeah. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. We honor Waddell Wilson next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Are you ready? To help children forget about their serious medical conditions so they can just be a kid. Then support Victory Junction, which is the dream of late race driver Adam Petty, who wanted to build a camp where children concentrate on fun and laughter, not illness or disability. At Victory Junction, kids enjoy ziplining, horseback riding, swimming, fishing, all in a medically safe environment, all at no cost to the camper. What do you say, Richard Petty? Let's do this. Learn more at victoryjunction.org. 
The 1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Checker flag's waving. I look in my mirror, and here's Earnhardt right on my tail, and he goes down low to pass me. And I said, oh, no, you don't. As Wallace spins, Wallace's car goes on its nose. Here's stories that you've never heard before in a 10-part series called The 1993 Season. And Davey was behind me, and we came up the corner, and there's a guy standing in the middle of the racetrack. You can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. Time now for the Wheel and Pit Crew Member of the Week. Oren Oswoski is the rear tire changer for Hendrick Motorsports driver William Byron. He remembers the grueling travel schedule early in his career. I mean, doing all those ARCA deals, I mean, you're, I'd leave at 2 in the morning, drive to that New Jersey, that road course, do the race, drive it back, get back at 2 in the morning. Like, you get paid, really, for the ride. You know, you show up at the racetrack for like 3, 4 hours, but I know. So the guys that still do that, like, I have a lot of respect for them because I've done it and it's tough like it's a tough grind but yeah no it makes you appreciate you know flying on planes on the road in the air and around the world wheeling is trusted to be seen trusted to be heard and trusted to perform now back to your host mike bagley welcome back to this nascar hall of fame edition of nascar live our third nascar hall of famer is crew chief and engine builder waddell wilson when the names Bobby Allison, Buddy Baker, David Pearson, and Benny Parsons are mentioned, true NASCAR fans also think of Waddell Wilson. The North Carolina native spent his life building some of the best engines in NASCAR during the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Wilson started out as a driver, but quickly realized that engine building was his niche. During the 1960s and 70s, Wilson worked for the famed Holman Moody Stables, where cars featuring his power plants won 109 times, nabbed 123 pole positions, and claimed three championships with some of the best in the sport at the wheel. When Buddy Baker made history in 1970 at Talladega by setting the first 200-mile-per-hour qualifying lap, his hot rod sported an engine built by Wilson. Later in his career, Wilson became a crew chief, winning the Daytona 500 three times from atop the pit box. Wilson says his first Daytona 500 win sticks out among his most precious memories. Ladies and gentlemen, Buddy Baker has to be choked with emotion after 20 years of trying to capture the Daytona 500 checkered flag for Buddy Baker as he comes across the start-finish line and some 100,000-plus fans cheer him as he heads off out into turn number one. Baker winning the Daytona 500, racing since 1959, and a driver who has paid his dues finally wins. The Daytona 500 will be going to victory lane in just a moment. Well, there's a lot of high, highs and a lot of lows, but I've been asked that question a lot of times, and I think probably you know, the way it come off at Daytona in 1980 with Buddy Baker winning that and the, and the record still stands today was one of the big ones, but there were so many big ones with some great drivers that I cherish. His huge influence in the sport notwithstanding, Wilson believes he was lucky to have been a part of it. I mean, you go back and you talk about Barball Roberts, Fred Lorenzo, David Pearson, Bobby Allison, Kale, Mario, Benny Parsons. You know, there's so many of these guys that, you know, I look back and think what an honor it was to be able to work with these guys. And I thank for John, John Holman mainly for giving me a job at home in the mood and give me that opportunity. The Motor Racing Network congratulates Waddell Wilson as an inductee of the NASCAR Hall of Fame 2020 class. Oh, Waddell's another deserving inductee into this year's NASCAR Hall of Fame class. Remember, you can listen to the induction ceremony this Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, on many of these same Motor Racing Network stations. Coming up next, we'll honor the coach and later the gentle giant. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering many of the best-known trucks on the road. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies in components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. 
We'll honor Joe Gibbs next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. At Victory Junction, it's simple. We believe every child, no matter their diagnosis or disability, deserves the chance to just be a kid. So we provide a medically safe environment where children who live in a world of hospital stays and doctor's visits are free to do everything from riding horses, zip lining, swimming, fishing, and bowling, all at no cost to the camper. The experience inspires confidence, builds self-esteem, and changes the life of every child who comes here. Help us change a child's life at VictoryJunction.org. Do you have a car, truck, boat, or other vehicle that's seen better days, but you're not sure what to do with it? Turn your clunker into a chunk of change in support of children's health care initiatives when you donate it to the NASCAR Foundation. It's simple and free. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to have your vehicle towed and auctioned off. You get a tax deduction, and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Put your vehicle to good use for the kids by donating it today. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks for hanging out with us on this week's NASCAR Live, a special Hall of Fame edition of NASCAR Live. Our next inductee for the NASCAR Hall of Fame is Coach Joe Gibbs. In 1992, Joe Gibbs debuted his new race team at the Daytona 500, fielding the number 18 Interstate Battery Chevrolet driven by Dale Jarrett. For the recently retired NFL coach, it was the start of something big. The North Carolina native set up shop in Huntersville and found Victory Lane the very next year as Jarrett took home the checkers in the 93 Great American Race. Fades back off his back bumper, Jarrett to turn three. Jeff Bodine is shuffled to the back end, now battles with Jeff Gordon for the third spot. Up front, Dale Jarrett leads Dale Earnhardt off turn four by one car link back to the checker. Here they come off turn number four, Dale Jarrett's got the lead. He goes to the inside, Earnhardt's not going to get him. Dale Jarrett is going to win the Daytona 500 by STP. Earnhardt second, Jeff Bodine third. One of the greatest thrills of my life, I'll tell you Everybody's worked hard. I can't take much credit for them other than Vic and Dale and Jimmy. What a fantastic job and a crew. And a great job by Dale all day. I want to say, hey, I, I just thank the Lord for having this kind of opportunity. I just say a special thanks to him because uh, the Lord's blessed me with two great thrills, coaching football and being in races. Bobby Labonte took the wheel of the iconic green number 18 in 1995 and drove JGR to its first championship in 2000. What kind of statement does this make for Joe Gibbs Racing? His driver, one of his drivers, is going to win the race. The other is going to win the NASCAR Winston Cup championship. As Gibbs's team expanded to a two-car stable in 1999, a young Tony Stewart joined the group, taking the controls of the number 20 Home Depot Pontiac. Stewart drove on to capture his first two championships with JGR in 2002 and 2005. Looks like, indeed, Biffle is going to be the winner of the Ford 400 and the 2005. Next Hell Cup Series champion is Tony Stewart. He pulls it off, finishing in the top 20 safely with a 35-point margin over Greg Biffle. What a fantastic finish to the 2005 season. In 2015, JGR had expanded to four full-time Cup Series efforts adding the number 11 in 2004, driven by Denny Hamlin, and the number 19 in 2015, driven by Carl Edwards. That same year, Kyle Busch drove the number 18 M&M's Toyota to his first championship and Joe Gibbs's fourth. Win number 34 for Kyle Busch. It will be the biggest one he's ever seen. The checkered flag is out. The win goes to Kyle Busch. The championship goes to Kyle Busch. He has done it here in Homestead, Miami Speedway. Joe Gibbs and his family and all of Joe Gibbs Racing, everyone that gave me such a fast race car here tonight to drive. It was so much fun. Uh, this is just a, a dream come true. And my family, my wife, my son, uh, to, to have him this year and to have everything we've gone through this year to be in this moment. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say, but, uh, but this is so special. Success seems to find Joe Gibbs wherever he goes, from football to NASCAR. His bar is set high for winning. Already a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Joe Gibbs goes into the NASCAR Hall of Fame with two of his most successful drivers by his side, Tony Stewart and Bobby Labonte. The Motor Racing Network congratulates Joe Gibbs as an inductee of the NASCAR Hall of Fame 2020 class. Oh, it's good to see Coach receive this great honor, not only a NASCAR Hall of Famer, but a professional football Hall of Famer as well. One of his current drivers, Eric Jones, is standing by with Steve Post. 
Eric, first off, we'll start with the coach, your boss man. Pretty neat to have him uh, going into the Hall of Fame this weekend. Yeah, it's pretty special. Um, you know, been with JGR since 2016, took a year away there at Furniture Row, but, uh, you know, have a long relationship with him and uh, really pretty neat to be able to be a part of that, you know, and all the events we got going on later this week for getting coach inducted and uh, special time for him. I know already in the, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame and now we're going to be in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Uh, I know that means a lot to him, so I'm excited to be there. So you mentioned, without getting all the details, the specifics of the special events, but, but this is because it's family, it's friends, it's team. I, I, I'm sure with Coach Gibbs and all the worlds he touched, you're, you're probably going to be hopping uh, not nearly as much as he is, but they're going to keep you guys busy with a lot of things. Yeah, they definitely have some events for us planned the end of yeah. the week, Thursday and Friday, between the, the ceremony, obviously, here, and, and then some other plans we've got to celebrate you know, within our, our group. Um, so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see Joe and, and uh you know him get to take it in and be a part of it but definitely a lot of cool events we got planned for this week on the nascar front a couple of weeks ago down at homestead you were the third driver to run the next generation race car your impressions your thoughts on that race car well i think it's a a good direction it's a different race car for sure than what we drive now and it you know it does it does drive different It, it wants different things from a setup standpoint you know we went through those two days and i think they learned probably in that test maybe more than they have in any of them they've done so far just because it's on the mile and a half you know you you don't really get to test a lot of the parts of the car until you get it on a track like that and that's kind of when some of the bugs start to show up and we worked through those and learned from them and and they've got a good plan going into the next one at fontana so i was encouraged i mean by it it's it's hard to tell when you're out there by yourself and you're out with other cars but I, i definitely was encouraged by some of the the characteristics it had you said it drives differently how so it's just a different feel you know i mean with independent rear suspension a sequential shifter, yeah. um, coilovers, uh, the steering is now a steering rack, it's not a steering box. So a lot of different feel things than what we have now than with the current car. It's, it's, it's just way different. So, And then even the body itself, the body is really symmetrical, so there's a lot less side force. The, the greenhouse is really narrow. There's a lot of things that make it just <laughs> characteristically different. You have to have a different driving style, really a lot more of a tiptoe style. It, it was a lot more on edge, and, and I think that's a good thing you know, as, as far as what's going to be happening with traffic for it. I know you mentioned the, the shifter on the car, and I think you did some restart practice. And mm-hmm. Are you already thinking, like as the race car driver near you, are thinking, man, here, is, 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 there, is, is that how you approach things like that? Yeah, I mean, you definitely go into it with a mindset of, you know, trying to learn something. I mean, obviously, the, you know, we won't be actually racing that car till a little over a year sure, from now, yeah. 2021. But um, you start to kind of put some pieces in your brain for when you get back in the thing and when you're going to be in racing situations with it and what's, what's going to be the new struggle with the car or how you're going to be able to make – gains and and be better than the next guy with it so a lot of different pieces that you try to you try to file away and keep with you but you're already i was already thinking you know i think it's just like you said the race car driver in you thanks steve coming up next on nascar live we will salute our final nascar hall of famer for 2020 the gentle giant himself buddy baker let's say you just bought a house bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents you'll proudly mow the lawn Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Coming up next, we'll honor Elsie Wiley Baker. You know him as Buddy. But first, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. With a new season fast approaching, NASCAR Today is on top of all the changes every weekday. As you get a little bit more knowledge, I feel like you go about things a little bit different new faces in new places a rearranged schedule and some tweaks are all in the mix we're a team that is capable of getting the job done and winning and running up front i'm woody kane join me for a two-minute lap around the sport every weekday people are going to be out of control that's nascar today every weekday right here 
Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. This week we are honoring the 11th class of the NASCAR Hall of Fame and its five newest members. The final member is the legendary Buddy Baker. LZ Wiley Buddy Baker Jr. was born on January 25, 1941 in Florence, South Carolina. He was the son of two-time Cup Series champion and NASCAR Hall of Fame driver Buck Baker. At six foot six inches tall, Buddy could have gone into any number of sports, but racing was in his blood. His father, Buck, wasn't always sure that he would become a race car driver, as he described during a 1975 race broadcast. That's right. He, uh, Barney, when he first started out, he would sit in the uh, grandstand with his fingers in his ears, and he didn't even like the sound of automobiles, you know. And um, I, we started out, and I got him an old car, and and after I. Um, dag on your bankrupt myself and and begin to see where he looked like he had some potential <laughs> and you know people come along and say well I believe this boy's gonna make it and then there you go and he popped up one day and told me he said dad you know I've got a chance for a good ride here and um, what do you think he said I don't want to disappoint you and I don't want to leave you I said son the name of this game is go with the best do the best you can and don't ever worry about outrunning me or, or leaving me because that's the way you get to the front in racing is just get the best ride and go with that. Buddy started his professional racing career in 1959 at Columbia Speedway and finished 14th in that first event. From there, it was all or nothing. Here's Buddy Baker coming to the line. Lenny Parson right there behind him at the line. It is number 15. Buddy Baker has won it three times in a row. This great Winston 500 at Talladega, Alabama. Buddy Baker was always making milestones, even with his first cup victory at Charlotte Motor Speedway, where he became the 100th different winner in NASCAR's top series. He was the first driver to exceed 200 miles per hour on a closed course. And upon his death, he remained the record holder for the fastest Daytona 500 in NASCAR history in 1980. Very smoothly, Buddy Baker's got one hand on the wheel and the other one waving to the crowd as he heads to you in the tower. Ladies and gentlemen, Buddy Baker has to be choked with emotion after 20 years of trying to capture the Daytona 500 checkered flag for Buddy Baker as he comes across the start-finish line and some 100,000-plus fans cheer him as he heads off out into turn number one. I'll be honest with you. The car was so dominant that I went, if you lose this one, you won't get another chance, I don't think. And basically, that would have been true. Um, everything went perfectly um, throughout the entire race. But near the end, it was almost like you could hear the grease in the rear end. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those things. Please, Lord, let me have this one thing. I've been trying so long and been so close so many times. And then when I did win, I went by the start-finish line. And like a little schoolboy, I started yelling, and I went, stupid, nobody can hear you. <laughs> Save it till you get in winter circle. And then I went down the back stretch, and I went, wait a minute, this is a Daytona 500. I'll yell if I want to. <laughs> now I let her rip. Buddy Baker finished his career with 700 starts, 19 wins, including three World 600s at Charlotte, four victories at Talladega Super Speedway, and the 1970 Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway. After retiring in 1994, Baker moved from the driver's seat to the TV booth as a commentator for nearly a decade. The Motor Racing Network honors Buddy Baker as an inductee for the NASCAR Hall of Fame Class of 2020. One driver that owes a lot to Buddy Baker is Roush Fenway Racing's Ryan Newman. Matter of fact, he's with our Woody Kane. Ryan, Buddy Baker, a special place in your heart. For folks who aren't as familiar with the relationship you two had, tell us why and why you think he's a, a good Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, he's achieved so much in our sport, and for me personally, he helped me and mentored me, uh, a fellow named Don Miller at Penske Racing, put Buddy and I together, Buddy to be my mentor, me to be the young, um, inexperienced stock car driver, and gave me the opportunity to learn not only what to do, but 
what Buddy always told me what not to do. Um, that was special all in itself. But in that midst of all that, Buddy treated me like a son. And on top of all that, in addition <laughs> to all that, he worked with our team. He spotted for me. became great friends with my dad, who my dad was arguably a more NASCAR historical driven man than than i am and always appreciated buddy we used to watch buddy baker on tnn he announced my silver crown races i mean like this is the guy that tied it all together and and um buddy did so much for our sport he experienced pretty much everything in it and wasn't always successful at it as far as car ownership goes and whatever else he did he's but he's uh his um driving school the buck baker driving school um was kind of the opportunity that I that um, that gave me the time to work with him, to learn him, and most importantly, what I what he taught me how to be a better race car driver. And I don't think I would have had the success out of the box as a race car driver if it wasn't for a buddy's mentorship. And um, it, like I said, in that mentorship became friendship and uh, enough friendship for him to treat me and call me. Um, his uh, his uh, extra son. <laughs> now that you're not that inexperienced kid anymore, do you still hear some things that he told you back in the oh, day yeah. in your in the oh, back yeah. of your mind? I remember. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what they are, but <laughs> absolutely. He um, he 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 would say things at the right time in the right place and make me realize that that was the right thing to do. It. So again, not only did he teach me what not to do he reassured me the right things to do and i've always said i think i've said it to you confidence is more powerful than ability and if you give somebody confidence uh, and you believe in their ability they will accomplish more than what they think they're capable of and he helped me do that does that give you kind of a a sense of wanting to to pass that forward or pay that forward now to some of the younger guys coming up that you encounter along the way not until i'm out of my seat (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to help anybody beat me i think jeff gordon kind of regrets helping jimmy johnson as much as he did right yeah so I, um, I I want to do that at the right time in the right place because I do feel that um, what Buddy did to me was passing it on, and I do feel at some point in my career I will want to pass it on. Some changes at Roush Fenway as we head into 2020. Chris Busher joins the team. Luke Lambert, that you're very familiar with, comes over. What's that dynamic been like so far as you guys have kind of gotten to know each other, you and you and Chris a little bit more since you already knew Luke? Yeah, it's almost like driver crew chief swap, right? Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Scott Graves and Busher won the uh, – Xfinity Championship together, and uh, Luke and I had some time in the past together, one race. So um, now we're roll, flip-flopping mm-hmm. driver and crew chief, and and that's good. I think that um, you know we'll have um, a good experience learning each other. Uh, you know, I'll learn how Chris drives the car, how he enters the corner and applies the brake and things like that, which are probably not going to change the way I do things, but it will help me understand um, you know how he does it and work to make our race cars and our race organization better and faster and stronger. Thank you, Woody. Coming up, we'll hear more from NASCAR Media Day in Uptown Charlotte. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Blue Emu. No chill, no burn, no odor. Blue Emu works fast and you won't stink. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-242-1706. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're about to put a bow on this week's NASCAR Live. We appreciate you spending time with us. Members of the media have been talking with some of NASCAR's biggest names at the Charlotte Convention Center in Uptown Charlotte. 
Steve Post has caught up with another driver. Continuing on here on NASCAR Media Day, joined by Kurt Busch. Hey, man, how are you? I'm doing good. Good to talk to you. Well, I guess you are doing good. I've been following your social media the last couple of days. Okay, Larry? No, all all the time. Well, all the time, yes. I follow you all the time. Absolutely. It's first thing in the morning. That's where I I go to see what's going on with my main man here. But uh, Larry King... Now, what were you doing with Larry, and how neat was that? It, it was an incredible interview. Um, I wanted to have the chance to go on, and I didn't think that he would take a NASCAR guy. Yeah. And to be on the show was the really surreal. And to have the chance to be interviewed, and I was shaken. I mean, like, I've done thousands yeah. of interviews, and he said he's done over 60,000. And I'm like, wait a minute, can you add that up? Like, over his 86 years, how many <laughs> oh, gosh, do you do yeah. a day? But to have the chance to go on a show and to talk NASCAR and to talk about my career and, and the race wins and the good and the bad and all of it, it was really a, a unique experience. And uh, I'll cherish that because I was, I'm hearing the format. It was Larry King live and then it was Larry King now. And I think they're changing it up again. So wow. that, that period might not exist anymore. As a guy that interviews people, I, I, I find that really neat. So, okay. It was like a dungeon almost going really? in. Yeah. I mean, just the way it was set up, and it was very intimidating. And I, I enjoyed every minute of it. That's phenomenal. Okay. On your social media, you left Larry King and went and spent time with Jay Leno talking cars? Yeah, I was trying to grab as many keys as I could and go take the cars <laughs> out for a spin. Yeah. Uh, but we taped a segment on Stump the Car Geek. Okay. And uh, it'll air later on this summer. And... Uh, he blindfolds me, mm-hmm. and I have to guess what these three cars are. And we go for a ride. Uh, he lets, lets me just touch it for a quick second. And you have to feel the car with a blindfold on and, and try to guess. So without giving it away, how did you do? Not bad, but okay. I, I got stumped on one, and it was absolutely an epic fail. I mean, epic really? fail. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's going to be like, what happened to Kurt on that one? Really? Yeah. That's neat. But I- an amazing place. It's like a Smithsonian yeah. that he has with his warehouses and the cars and uh, the trains yeah. and lathes and all kinds of equipment and people there. It's great. Yeah, I talked to Ray Evernham about that one time, and when Ray Evernham is geeked out about him as a car guy. That, that's, that's speaking volumes. That is neat. Do you, do you collect cars? What, do you have a car collection? Are you, what, what kind of car guy are you? Uh, between me and my dad and my little brother, right. uh, we wouldn't make a 1% dent in what <laughs> yeah, Jay Leno's yeah. got going on. But my dad loves his 1932 Fords. Okay. Uh, we're up to six of those. My oh. plan with that, though, is in 2032, the car will have its 100-year anniversary. Okay, yeah. And I hope my dad is still around for all of that. Uh, but we're investing into ourselves with our car collection, hoping that in 2032 we'll sell a few of them off for a high price. That's phenomenal. So that's our long-term. Long-term goal? Got a couple of sports cars, a Ford GT. Yeah. Um, I, got, I got a Dodge Viper years ago when I raced for Dodge. I remember that, yeah. I got my 71 Challenger that's a drag car. Yeah. It's an eight-second oh. 71 Challenger. It's fast. And then um, my, my favorite is a 69 Camaro. Uh, I actually uh, modeled our paint scheme for the Darlington throwback last year off of the Hugger Orange White Stripe right. 69 Camaro. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. A car so, I got those. My dad's got the 32 Fords. And then Kyle's collection's just all over the place. He's, he's got yeah. a T-Bird. He's got a Camaro. Uh, but his is more uh, like a retro, where mine is a bit more of a modern mod twist. Yeah. The clock on the wall is ticking. We're getting ready to go to Daytona. H- how you feeling? Are you are you anxious to go? Are you savoring the last few moments of freedom? How how where, where are you at right now? I'm ready to go. Um, meetings all day tomorrow with the race team. Uh, been on the pit crew guys, you know, to make sure they're improving. But it just feels like it's time to go. And I scheduled a day at the simulator just okay. to kind of get things going there. And once we get to Daytona, it's like boom. We got to maximize all practice sessions. Make sure our Monster Energy Chevy is dialed in with all the little things to stay ahead. That's the key thing is I want to try to stay ahead through all the practice sessions this year. Thank you, Posty, and thank you for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. That's all the time we have for you. We'd like to thank Bobby Labonte as well, along with Ryan Blaney, Kevin Harvick, Eric Jones, Ryan Newman, and Kurt Busch. And for the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you again so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. We'll chat with you again right here next week as we gear up for the stock car portion of Speed Weeks 2020. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Whelan. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. And by Blue Emu. 
Blue Emu's family of products supports healthy muscles and joints. It's family-owned and made here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbert. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.